0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ENS Hoover Show. Today, we're going to talk about a fun topic, something that I'm very passionate about, and that's using other people's money uh, for investing purposes. Okay, mostly real estate investments, and it's something that, uh, until I found this. I really had trouble growing my uh, my real estate portfolio and once I found this uh, it's it's really it's like gasoline on a fire it just exploded my uh, real estate investing and really is one of the the key things that has made my real estate investment successful. Uh, before we get into that if you would please take a quick minute to like and subscribe and shoot me a comment. Hit me up on social media at ENS Hoover and let's get into it. What is OPM? OPM is other people's money. That's somebody else who's a person, not like a big institution lending you money like Bank of America. This is somebody who has a side business or just has some money in the bank and they're going to lend it to you to invest in real estate. They either appreciate your time and know that you're trying to get into this or once you get more experience, they're going to lean on your experience to do a bunch of real estate deals where they can make more interest than what they're going to get in the bank. And honestly, Probably more interest than they're going to consistently get in the stock market or some other investments out there that are relatively uh, hands off investing. Okay. Everybody wants to have those passive income. Well, real estate investing typically isn't very passive, but real estate lending to investors is going to be a very passive business. They're going to write some docs, sign some papers, give me a check. I'm going to go keep paying them monthly until I'm done with my project, and then I pay them back. It's a relatively easy scenario for them. They just have to protect their investment. How do they protect their investment? If you're a newer person getting into the business, a lot of times they're going to either want an appraisal or they're going to ask for comps. This is good. You want your lender to vet you, especially if you're brand new in the business. You want to make sure that you're doing deals that make sense, that you're going to make money. If that lender tells you that's not a good deal, guess what? It's probably not a good deal and you should move on. There's more deals out there. Keep looking, keep chugging through and finding at deals and you will eventually find a deal that is a good deal. And when the lender agrees, that means you're probably on the right track. Make sure you have some good mentors around you that you can run these deals by because that's super important. How do you find these lenders? Okay. When you first get into this business and you're trying to decide how to do this and you're trying, I want to do this with hard money or private money. How do you do this? I don't typically recommend right off the bat going to people, you know, and say, lend me money because they don't know that you're any good at this. They don't know that you know your stuff and you probably don't know your stuff to be honest with you. So if you're just getting into this business, don't go to people, you know, go to a local real estate investment club, like Acre, like Ria, I'll go on bigger pockets and look for people meeting up ask other investors who they use a lot of times we'll, uh, investors we will share our contacts as long as they're not in our, i'm not going to share my private contacts with you but i'll share my my private lenders with you, the people that are doing this for a living or doing this for retirement income, I will absolutely share those contacts. So if you're in the Pittsburgh area, feel free to reach out to me at ENS Hoover on social media. I'll be happy to give you a lender to get you started, somebody who will actually make you do an appraisal and go through the process so that you don't get burned or at least more than likely will not get burned on that deal. So go to local investment clubs, network with people online that are doing real estate investing, get in front of people who are doing real estate investing. That's how you're going to find them. These folks are going to, they want to meet people like you. They're going to these investment clubs. You just have to go as well and and step outside of your comfort zone and go network with people. You will find those private lenders, those hard money lenders. Then once you've done a bunch of deals, then you can go, okay, I've done 30 deals. Now I can start talking to people I know, friends, family members, uh, you know, distant people, acquaintances, coworkers, people that actually have money sitting around in the bank and are willing to lend it to you to do your real estate deals. People are a lot more comfortable lending to you if you've done 50 real estate transactions than if you've done zero, right? So build up a nice portfolio, build up some, do some flips, build your business, and then you can go and find those private lenders that are going to give you better rates. But that hard money lender is very important, especially when you're just getting started. Taking your business to the next level, paying that 13 to 18% interest rate is not that big of a deal. When you're only holding on to that property for three to six months, or you're refinancing out of that property in three to six months, that little bit of money that you're going to pay in interest, it goes a long way. Who is going to use this type of loan? We're talking again about people looking at the BRRRR strategy. So that's when you buy, you renovate the property, and you refinance out of that deal. And we're talking about flippers, people that are going to buy a property, renovate it, and sell it to an end consumer. Those are both going to be short-term loans, all pretty much within the 12-month mark. Sometimes they can go a little bit longer, but there might be penalties involved if you go over 12 months. So if you're looking to grow your rental portfolio or you're looking to uh, start flipping properties, That's what is going to work for you. Okay. And that's worked for me. It's been a huge thing. Before I found how to do. Uh, hard money and private money. I was having uh, an extremely hard time growing my rental portfolio. I had uh, two rental properties. I used pretty much everything in my IRA uh, you know trying to to grow and I was having trouble recouping money to put another you know 10 to 20 percent into a deal and then I, I met my mentor and I, I was introduced to this world and yes while it is a scary world, there's risk to any type type of reward, right So it's a high risk high reward type of business. Uh, but that this is the one tool that will allow you to acquire properties at an alarming rate. Let's talk about how much that hard money loan is going to cost you. That is why it's called hard money, in my opinion, right? Because it hurts. Uh, you're not going to get the three percent that you're going to get on your home mortgage when you're living in the property from Bank of America. Okay, you are borrowing money on a risky investment from people who are not Bank of America, that we're talking about people who are probably taking money out of their retirement to lend this out to you personally uh, to get this job done. That means you're going to pay for it, right? You're going to pay anywhere from like probably 12% on the low end if you're putting a lot of skin in the game, a lot of money into the deal uh, to 15, 16, 17% on the high end, okay? If you get to somebody who's who's telling you 20%, you probably just want to walk from that deal unless you really desperately need to do that deal, uh, 20% is just a little uncalled for. Even if it's 100% financing and everything else is really easy, I still probably wouldn't pay 100% even as a brand new investor. So that should be your cutoff, right? If you're if you're going pushing 20%, that should be a let's go find a different lender. Uh, but that's what you should expect to pay. Somewhere in the 13 to 17% range is what you're going to uh, pay depending on how much of your money that you're going to put into that deal. Now, I know what you're thinking, 13 to 17%. Wow, that's a lot of interest, but really it's not. I mean, most people have credit cards, right? And credit cards can be anywhere from 12% on the good side to I've seen them as high as 28%, right? And this is a short-term loan. This is something you're going to use for you know, three to 12 months, you're going to use it to just get in, do the deal, do the renovations you need and get out as quickly as possible. And it's something that without it, more than likely you can't do that deal anyway. So it's a cost of doing business. Just think about that. If you can't do the deal without that hard money, then that hard money is extremely valuable, even at that 17% or whatever you're paying for, right? And it's, uh, it's all going to depend on the size of your deal too, right? If you're investing in California, where you know you need a million dollars to do that deal. I probably wouldn't do hard money or other people's money to do that deal. I would find a market where deals can be done you know a lot more affordably, hopefully within a drive you know where you can drive or fly to real easily uh, to check up on your projects because uh, hard money will absolutely cripple you once you start getting over like you know three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. That's when it just starts eating you alive. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you're paying for that money. As long as you're making a profit, uh, you should be happy. And it's just another way for you to uh, build your wealth and increase your income if you're doing flipping. So don't look at the interest rate as much as you look at the terms and how easy it is to acquire that capital so you can acquire these deals quick and keep moving forward. Now, what a lot of people say is, how can I put in cash offers if I'm using a loan? Well, that's easy. Your lender that you're dealing with they should be able to give you what's called a uh, pre approval letter or a proof of funds letter. And that letter basically says, I approve uh, Ian Hoover for a line of credit of $200,000 to use to purchase real estate, right? It's going to say something along those lines. Ian Hoover has a line of credit with me to use the purchase real estate up to $500,000. And you give that letter to the uh, agent and that allows you to purchase that, that deal with that hard money loan. So you can submit a cash offer and get better terms on the purchase of that property as well. How do we figure out what my monthly payment is with these hard money loans? It's a great question, and it's really easy once you think about it. So, if you let's just use round, simple numbers. If it's a 15% loan, you're taking a hundred thousand dollars out to do that deal. Then you're going to pay a hundred thousand dollars back at the end of whenever you pay them off, right? So you're taking a hundred thousand dollars times 0.15, that's 15% is $15,000 divided by 12. That's $1,250 that you're going to pay per month until you pay that loan back. These lenders are probably going to have what's called a prepayment penalty too. So if you buy that property, and then turn around and sell it within a month or two, you're probably going to have to pay them a minimum interest of three to six months somewhere in that neighborhood because they lent that money to you. They've already had that money scheduled to be with you for a couple of months and they need to make their money too. Now let's talk about closing costs. You're still gonna have closing costs even if you're getting a 100% loan on that property, okay? So even if the lender's giving you the full 100%, To purchase that property plus rehab or whatever, you're still going to have some money out of your own pocket. You're going to have to put down an earnest money deposit or a hand money deposit is what they call it, Uh, which is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of one to ten percent that you're going to have to put into that deal. Uh, And you're going to have, you know, transfer tax and title insurance. So you're still going to have some money out of your pocket uh, into each deal. So don't just think that you could just roll out of bed and and use somebody else's money to completely pay for what you're buying. I mean one. Once you get into it and you're more experienced and you start going to private people, yes, at that point, they may cut you a check to pay for the whole thing, plus the rehab. And you're really coming out of pocket with no money out of pocket after you put down your deposit. You're still going to have your deposit to put down no matter what, uh, because that person who's lending you the money is going to give you that money towards the closing date so that they know the deal's going through and everything's good. That's it for this video. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe. Let me know uh, some feedback on the video and hit me up on social media at ENS Hoover. Let me know if there's anything else you'd like to learn about the real estate investment world. Uh, We're going to get into some more business type videos too here in the near future, and we'll see you in the next video.